Make sure them camera angles is right. Okay. Look. <laughs> both of y'all looking crispy. Make sure we're flourishing over here. You know what I'm saying? We're going for a million views on this one. Let's you know go. So Don't gotta, put that pressure on. We got to be right. Turn my mic up. Take there. Yeah, yeah, uh. On the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. Hustle fam, hustle fam, we are back with another episode, and I think this is going to be a good one, y'all. I'm here with the infamous <laughs> Tiffany Latour. Uh, yes, <laughs> you said it right. What's good, miss? How are hey, you? Hey, good. How are you? Man, I am great. I'm happy to have you here on Truck and Hustle, finally. Yes, right? thanks for having me. Man, thank I'm you. excited. Thank, thank you for being here. Of course. You know, you actually <laughs> caught a flight. I caught a flight, yes. <laughs> nah, this, this, this is dope, so... I've been hearing about you forever. I've been hearing your name in a lot of different circles and all good things. Good. By, by I was just way. about to say, I hope it's good. <laughs> one of the first time I actually heard about you was through uh, one of the Hustle Fam alumni, uh, Jay Rich. Mm-hmm. I love right? Jay. That's, that, that's the homie Jay Rich. Yes. She talked about you. She talked about what you did for her business in terms of taking it to the next level. Wow. Yeah. Right? And I've heard you've done it for a lot of people. So, you know, there's a, we have a large audience here in transportation, trucking. And we want to get this knowledge out here, man. Okay. We want you to be able to do what you did for Jay Rich for everybody uh, else. You oh, know Lord, that's the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should see the phone calls when we get consultations. Yeah. That's the, one of the first things they say. they like, do me like you yes, did Jay Rich. absolutely. <laughs> Why yes. you do me like you yes. did Jay Rich? I swear. No, nah, yeah. I, I, I could imagine. I, you're only one person, though. You're only yeah. human, right? You can only- and her hustle, you know, I know this isn't about her, but her hustle is unmatched. You yeah. know, it takes that commitment. I can only do so much. Right. But she just took what I gave her and she truly ran with it. Got so, you. Yeah. Got you. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So cer- Certify My Biz. Certify My Biz. Is the name of the company. Yes. Right, right? Yes. All right, cool. So let, let's just, let's start with, just kind of tell us a little, about, a little bit about what Certify My Biz is what you guys do, what okay. you do. Let's talk about that real quick before we get into the Absolutely. Um, I love my company. It's my baby, Certified My Biz. We are a full-service um, consulting firm. And essentially what we do is we help small businesses, specifically minorities and women, grow through registration, um, certification, um, anything starting a new business or anything that's required as far as starting a new business. Okay. One of the things we found, my research is before starting Certify My Biz, is that a lot of us, unfortunately, um, our businesses either start and fail fairly quickly or they start and they have a very hard time actually growing the business because something just wasn't done right in the beginning okay. of that process with starting the business, right? So essentially what we do is we make sure that the business, one, is started correctly. And then two, we find out where can we step in and help that business develop and grow. And that is how we uh, specialize in government contracting and certifications. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's kind of get into your backstory. Let's talk about how you landed into this world. I know. Right? Uh, of government contracting, <laughs> helping these businesses grow. Let, let, let's talk about it. First of all, where are you from? I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, originally. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yep. Dope. Yep. So that's where I live. Um, how is it out there? I'm just going to not say anything. <laughs> Case, okay. case we got some Indianapolis people watching okay. the podcast. No, I'm okay. just kidding. Um, it's a great city. It's kind of slow. 
um, it's definitely not an Atlanta. Okay. So it's gotcha. kind of slow, but we we definitely have some bosses coming out of there and Dope. some some great people. So, but as far as you know, the speed we're yeah. a little slow. So little b- slow. born and raised. No, it's born and raised in Michigan City, Indiana. Okay. Which is about two and a half hours away from Indianapolis. It's north. Okay. Yeah. So born and raised in Michigan City, Indiana. I migrated to um, Indianapolis because I went to school there at Butler University. So I went to school at Butler University. I have a um, marketing degree. I have a bachelor's degree in marketing. I also have my MBA in leadership. And then I also have a um, certificate in diversity and inclusion. Okay. So that's kind of how I'm so passionate when it comes to just certifications and government contracting, because I know the opportunities that are there for us, for women and minorities. So this was a path that you kind of chose very early. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I myself, I didn't choose, (laughs) let me say this, I didn't choose the path to truly, to actually teach government contracting and certification early. But I became certified in a government contractor early myself. Ah. And so I saw what it did for my business. Okay. And then as I started to transition um, and build my own company, I just thought like, wow, there's this needs, this information needs to be put out there. Because a lot of people, when you look at social media, you don't see a lot of people talking about government contracting and certification. Right, right. You see people, a few here and there, but it's not as um, prevalent as a lot of other, other industries. Stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so let's kind of start there. You said you, you graduate from college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. All right. So, so after college, what, what do you do first? Pharmaceutical sales. Okay. You're getting into yeah, sales. Yeah. I went into sales. Yeah. I'm a pharmaceutical sales rep. All right. And then I left from being a pharmaceutical sales rep to be a project manager for a pharmaceutical company. Okay. So then basically what I started to do is manage any type of projects that Eli Lilly, that was my client, Eli Lilly, um, they have for a particular drug class. It was their cardiovascular division. Okay. So I did project management there. But at the same time doing project management, I started a transportation company, as well as um, a property preservation company. Mm. Yeah. And so I was overlapping there. And then eventually both companies kind of just blew up. And I end up ended up leaving corporate America in 2010. Okay. 2010 is when I left corporate America for good. Yeah. All right. So let, let, let's let's kind of start there. Okay. You, you, you said you were working full time, mm-hmm. Eli, Lily, and then you started a transportation company. What made you want to start a transportation company? You know, I knew, <laughs> I'm laughing and say this, <laughs> I knew nothing about transportation company. It was actually my business partner at the time okay. who thought it would be a good idea for us to start a transportation company. But type of transportation we company we had was actually doing um, FedEx routes. Okay. So we didn't do the typical, you know, semi, which is what a lot of people talk about over the road when you think of transportation. We did um, FedEx routes. We had three of them that we bought into and purchased from someone. You remember how much you paid for those routes? You know what? This man, (laughs) we should have known. Let me tell you. (laughs) I'm laughing because we should have known. We bought three routes for $39,000. He just was like, I mean, that included the trucks. Yeah. And so we were just like, oh, this is such a good deal, (laughs) which it was. But as you know, um, and probably everybody who's listening to your podcast, the number one issue is the drivers. Mm. You know, we found that it was just really, even with just FedEx, you know, people who are just driving around the city, it was hard to find and keep good 
drivers. Right. And so what made it kind of difficult um, when I started that company, again, I started while I was still working full time. Okay. So my business partner was working full time as well. And so when your driver doesn't show up, guess who has to go and drive? Your business partner? Yes. Or you? I definitely wasn't. <laughs> I didn't get behind it. <laughs> but he did. Right, yeah, so right. he did. And so it just became uh, more of a headache than it. And it was very lucrative, do not get me wrong, but it was more of a headache um, than anything. Mm. So when I see people now, I'm like, whew, you know, starting transportation companies, that's one of the first things we teach when people come and consult me. Do you have a driver? Do so you have a driver in mind? Um, and they always like, no, I'm a fine one. And I'm like, uh, let's take a step back. Right. Not only do I know from experience, I know from, you know, Jay and just other clients. You know, the majority of my clients who have a client who has two trucks right now, they're sitting. She can't find drivers. Right. Or if she finds drivers, they'll, you know, work for 60 days and then they go missing. Right. So. That was kind of like our biggest issue with the transportation piece. Okay. Um, but the preservation company is where I truly thrived. Um, I st actually still have that company. Okay. We preserve foreclosed properties for banks. Okay. So um, let me tell you, it's, it's, it's one of those little iffy things. Like lately, I'm sure if you've seen the um, where Biden, I don't think he's going to extend, and maybe he will by the time this podcast comes out, no, but the evictions. evictions yeah. yeah. So my business makes money off of the actual um, evictions. Okay. So because when someone is evicted from a property, we then get the property and we can go in and just do everything that needs to be done for the property to get it back in marketable condition so that bank can turn around and sell it. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So the as of the last year or two, it's, it is slow on that side for me, like right. almost to the point where there isn't even a lot of business right now for me on that end. Yeah. But that's why I said the flip side, because you hate to see people be evicted, but that is how I actually make my money. I make my money from people being evicted, like foreclosing on their properties. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so you have relationships with contractors and then yeah. you, you kind of like broker out the work to them. Absolutely. That's how it works. Yes, that's exactly. So you have the bank who has the property. Then you have me who basically is managing and preserving the property until they can sell it. Okay. Right. And then you have the subcontractor who works for me okay. to do the work that the bank wants me to do. Gotcha. So let me tell it's you why. It's a brilliant business. Yeah, it's an amazing business because one, I never have to, um, I never have to do anything, you know, on my end as far as going into the property. Like right. I don't have to go in put up drywall. Right, right, I have right. people that do that for me. And then I don't have to hire employees. I actually hire subcontractors. Right. Yeah. So you're just literally like the, the middle, middle the, woman. That's exactly <laughs> what I am. I am the middle woman. That's dope. And that's where I really have kind of figured out that where I thrive at. And that's what gave me kind of like the idea to start doing the consulting firm. So okay. I my biz because I 
take my knowledge and I know how to connect people to where the resources are at. How, how did you learn about that type of business anyway? To, I'm just curious. I know, right? <laughs> like, um, what, what makes you think about that? The same person who I did transportation with. Okay. Yeah. So he came to me and was like, oh, we should start this business called Property Preservation. And I'm like, what? What is that? You right. know, same thing. Right. And I just, you get on Google, you know, you learn about it. And then we started to sign up. You can sign up with different banks. And I started to learn about the business. And next thing I know, our company literally went from, you know, a $45,000 company to a multi-million dollar company and just servicing properties. And that just really kind of, you know, think about that's the number of people who are for, and we only have a small territory, you know, the number of foreclosures that is happening every single day someone has to do the work. That's a fact. Right? That's a fact. So why not me? Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I mean, you got my wheels turned. <laughs> right? I might have to get on Google like, after the podcast. Like, why not me? You know? <laughs> so so, so was that the first business that you got certified? That is, yes. Okay. Yep, that was the very so, first business. So tell business. me about that process, because that was your in- introduction into yes. becoming, and what type of certification did you get? So um, minority-owned, woman-owned, certified. Okay. So there are so several different, yes. Okay. There are several different certifications that you can get. You can get small business, woman-owned, minority-owned, um, veteran you can get um, disabled there's something called hub zone hub zone is based off of where your office is actually located if your office is located in the inner city um, they provide different certifications and opportunities for that so when you look at contracting another thing i want to point out too is that there's really um, contracting can be looked at two ways you have the government side of contracting and then you have the corporation side of contracting okay um and those certifications can kind of go for both, depending on the type of certification that you get. Okay. So the majority of my business comes from corporate because that's banks. So even though I'm a government contractor and I'm certified, I utilize my certifications to do business with corporations mm. versus. Um, and, and I do have like, for instance, HUD. HUD is um, that's federal. Right. So I've. My preservation company has con- has done contracts with HUD. Okay. So I've done both federal and um, government and corporate, but the majority of my stuff come from the corporate side. Got you. Yeah. So, so tell me about the process when you first mm-hmm. got certified, because that was a new world to you, I'm assuming? It was a... Br- I didn't even know it you existed. Right. So how'd you even find out about um, it and then talk about like actually getting certified the process? Yeah. One of the companies, I think it was, in my fact, it could have been HUD on the application and asked if I had a diversity uh, um, certification. Like what? Light bulb. Yeah. Like what is that? <laughs> yeah. So I contacted the vendor, um, vendor management. Like, hey, what is what is diversity certification? And they broke it down for me. Oh, it's a certification that really sets your company apart. It is a document that basically um, says that you truly are who you say you are. Right. Because what happens is you have a bunch of white companies that utilizes or try to say, try to get certifications because they know how important certifications are, right. but we don't know. They know how much money is available in contracting when it comes from minorities and women. So what they'll try to do is, you know, they'll use their wives to be the front of the company mm. to try to get the woman-owned certification because then they can go after woman-owned contracts. Okay. Or they'll get, you know, their homeboy who might be black right. as the front of the company 
and put him on the business so that they could try to get the minority owned certification. Mm. Right. So when I found out what it was, I'm like, oh, and start reading how, because that's how my contracts extended for so long. Uh. The company had to have so many minority owned, woman owned, certified companies. So if I tell you, you know, if the vendor asks me, hey, are you a woman? Yes. Are you black? Yes. But how do I prove that? Right. And we prove that through documentation, which right. is considered the certification. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's how I learned about um, diversity certifications. Got you. So yeah. what are some of like the, I guess, like minimum, I'm sure there's a bunch of different things. What's some of the minimum criteria that you mm -hmm. have to meet in order to be certified? Let's let's say, well, for example, for your certification. Well, I had to be a woman. I had okay. to be black, right? Check the box. <laughs> check, check. check. Yeah. <laughs> Got that right? You Got that cover. Um, you have to have a registered business. And when I say that, I say, I, I stress that because you would be surprised at the number of people who have businesses, but their businesses are not registered. Their businesses aren't registered in their state. They do not have the proper documentation. Um, you have to be registered in your state. You have to have your federal EIN number. You know, you got to have your bank account. And then in addition to that, you truly have to have the um, experience. Mm. You know, you got to have the experience. Some, depending on, some people want you to have the experience for a year or more. Some will take you immediately. Right. And let me explain what that means. So on the certification level, there's four different levels of certification. Okay. There's the federal level. There's the state level, there's the city, and then there's the corporation level. Okay. Well, one does not recognize the other. Okay. So that's one of the things I love about Certifying My Biz, too, is that we help people determine which certification makes sense for their business. Mm. So I'll give a prime example. If someone comes to me and they say, I want to do business with Kroger and or Target, why would I get them federally approved to be a contractor? Right. That means they need to be corporate right. certified, right. right? So we look at, um, that's why people always say, well, why isn't your um, prices on your website? I'm like, it's not a one size fits all. And plus everybody does not qualify for certification. So we look at the company, we look at what they do, what services they provide, what state they're in. Some states are what I consider to be very rich in opportunities. Mm. Um, North Carolina, huge. Texas, huge. Um, what else? Another big city. Um, Georgia, huge. Really? Yes. So these are some states where when people come to me, like someone says North Carolina, I'm immediately like, <laughs> you need to be state certified. Right. You know, I would do state before corporation. Why? What, what is it about those? Because those that state is committed to making sure that minorities and women get contracts. Mm. There's some states that just have certifications, but they don't have the commitment. Okay. okay, so what I mean by the commitment is every year, whether it's the federal level, the state, the city or corporation, they look at their budget. Right. And they say, we're going to take 20 percent of our budget and we're going to set this money aside to do business with minorities. Right. North Carolina has a very high percentage of what and who they want to do business with. So North Carolina is one of those states where they're going to put everything out there. They make everything almost like a contract. Right. Um. Indiana, <laughs> and I'm going to do a comparison. So North Carolina right now, if I look on their site, it's probably like, let's just say 100 open opportunities. Okay. Indiana might have four. Wow. So I'm just trying to show you the big 
difference yeah. between a commitment from a state. North Carolina is really good at that. Texas is amazing with that. These they are really committed to doing business with people who have their certifications. So in the, in the different states, like you said, between Indiana and uh, North Carolina, do they mm-hmm. ha- are they allotted the same spend, but just one is more Mm-mm. committed? So it's just a different, different amount. Different, yeah. That's another thing. Your state might have one state may have seven percent. North Carolina, oh, okay. yeah, North. So, so they might say we're going to take seven percent of our hundred million dollar budget and set it aside to do business. Or someone else, like Indiana, is fourteen percent. Um, North Carolina, I believe, is in the twenty, like twenty plus percent. You might have some states that are like seven percent. Mm. So that's why I always say that every state is different. So when someone comes to me like, I just want to get certified, I'm like, we got to look at the big picture. We got to look at what you do, and then that's another thing we look and see. Has that state ever awarded trucking contracts? Right. What would be the purpose of me getting you certified on the state level if they've never awarded trucking contracts, if you're in trucking? Right. So we look at every everything. Got you. Yeah. Is that is that public information, like how much the state actually has to spend? Like, mm-hmm. can you can you research that? Absolutely. Where, where can people research that kind of information? Absolutely. So you just put in, um, well, you, you should be able to go to your state's procurement website okay Okay, so basically that's their purchasing department and it should tell that information there if not you know i always tell people just use google you know all you got to do is put in like um north carolina's um uh, i think they call it diversity budget or something of that sort and then you just put in and it a lot of times it'll pop up and you'll be able to see it somewhere but yes that budget is um, open so like the federal Federal government has a $500 billion budget. Mm. It is a law. It is a law that they have to spend 23% with small businesses. They have to spend 5% with minority-owned businesses, another 5 with um, women-owned businesses, and then another 3% with veterans. Okay? It is a law. Wow. It's a law. And so that's another thing we don't know. I'm like, y'all, that's... T- that's 20 for just for being black and a woman. That's 50. If I take both, 50, you know, five and five, that's 50 billion dollars. Even if I get a hundred thousand. Right, right. Right. Of that $50 billion, because it's set aside to do business with companies like mine. Mm. Um, I read an article the other day that the SBA, so the small business member, I told you they get 23%. So even if you're not black or even if you're not a woman, you still, and you're a small business, you're still falling that 23% bucket. Okay. Right? Yep. I read that they had last year a, rec- a record-breaking number. They went way over and beyond. They did $145 billion with small business. They spent with small wow. businesses. So their normal budget was $115 billion. They spent $100 and 45 billion. So they're doing business with us. Yeah. We're just not going after it because we just don't know. So that's why I'm so passionate about teaching wow. about so, certifications. Okay, so so for those of us who aren't aware of these opportunities, mm-hmm. if the money's being spent, is it a case where a lot of times we're not taking advantage of it and mm-hmm. the money's going, yeah. the money has to be spent Listen. either way, right? Listen. Like it's not just sitting somewhere. Like So if you don't go after it yeah. and I don't go after it, but they go after it. They get the contract. They get the contract. It has to be spent. Right. So that's another thing I was talking about with my academy. Um, I have academy going on right now, but we was talking about this last week is that 
So the government time frame is not like our January to December. Okay. They go October to September. Okay. So right now it's considered year end for okay. the government. They're they're giving money away like crazy right now. Right. right? Like All Oprah. these be, You get a car, you get a car. You get a contract, you get a contract, you get a contract. Yes, because if they don't spend it, it's almost like you spend it or lose it. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so every department wants to be able to spend their money so they can continue to get more money for their department. So right now, they're like just contracts here, contract there. So, cause we're towards the end, we're coming up on September. Right. So if they don't spend it by the end of September, they lose their money. Yeah. So this is like a perfect time for people to, you know, get approved to be government contractors and the certification, and I'll, I'll explain this too. So you'll hear me, use the term government contractor and you'll hear me use the term certifications. Those are two different things. Okay. Okay. I always like to compare it. Um, I do two little comparisons. One is like cake and icing. Okay. The okay. government contracting is the cake. Mm. Your certifications is the icing. Okay. Right. Okay. So let's imagine like this. So let's just say you are an approved government contractor. And there's a room, and in that room is $100 billion, okay? Now, you go in that room, you're in that room, let's just say, with 10,000 small businesses. Okay. Then you got this other room that has $100 million, but it's only for people who certify. Now you're in the room with maybe 100 people mm. competing against it. Got you. You see? Yeah. So I could still, you could still, I can get you, you know, if I got your approval, you could still go after contracts. And people win contracts all the time without the certification. Right. But why not take the time to then put the other layer on top and separate yourself? Like, I want to be in the room with the hundred. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure, for sure. Nah, it makes sense. What what type of businesses are best primed for <laughs> these type of contracts? Yeah, um, transportation is one is the biggest okay transportation construction um janitorial services any type of facilities management professional services such as um, accounting project management business development you name it but transportation is the number one also biden just did he mandated he just signed an executive order stating that with Basically, company they, that the federal government has to buy America. They have to buy in America, right? Mm, okay. How do you think stuff's gonna get from point A to point B? Right. If now he's saying you have to buy in America, and you got to move the product, who's gonna move it? Yeah, makes sense. Right. Transportation. So trucks, that's yeah. why he's telling people like, now is the time. Hmm. And same thing. Keep seeing on Instagram. You know, government shut down again. Why did the the budget the budget last year for the government went from five hundred billion to one point some trillion? Mm. So if the government if if we shut down, you know things start closing schools, businesses. Guess who's still working? Transportation all day long. Government yeah, transportation. They are still yeah. moving stuff. They're yeah. still needing people janitorial. They still need you to clean the essential workers. The essential. So their <laughs> budget still goes up, and right. that's why I keep telling people now is like a crucial time for your business to become approved government contractors and to also get your businesses certified because you just really separate yourself from the masses and you'll, you'll never stop working. Got you. No, I love it. Talk, talk to me a little bit about the process. How long does it take to get government certified? Okay. So, um, to become a government contractor, that's about 30 days. 
right? The certification, depending on, again, what city, what level, what state, we're doing corporation. We're doing, it can take anywhere from 30 to 90 days. But okay. we encourage our people um, in our academy because that's one of the first things we do. We get the government contractor piece done. Okay. Because while they're waiting on their certifications, guess what? They, they can apply for contracts. Right. Because you still can apply even though you don't have that certification. Right. Got you. Right. C can can you talk to us about like a use case? Like, mm -hmm. you know, somebody that you worked with, you don't got to say any names mm -hmm. or whatever, but let's just kind of talk about some of the opportunities that opened up for them, you know, after mm -hmm. getting certified and, and getting the government contract. And just so people could understand like the way it could differentiate your business. Yeah, absolutely. So of course I, I always go to Jay because she is one person. Let me tell you, I could teach this all day long, but if you don't implement. Right. She took what I did and she just ran with it. So let's talk about her situation. If okay. you look at Jay's Instagram page, yeah. she you could go all the way back a year or two and you'll see her stories, yeah. you know, from sleeping in her truck to, you know, being homeless and, and all of that. And so what we did for her, I just was watching her story. I reached out to her. Okay. And I said, she never reached out to me. I reached out to her. I was like, I want to help you. Because I knew what what the certification and just getting being approved for a government contractor could do for her business. Mm. I said, I want to help you. And, um, you know, she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I want to help you. Let me help your business. And that's what we did. We went into her business and, um, basically helped her to get approved as a government contractor, got her certifications, literally people have it, it, this this is when she, I think she she knew that was work I think she mentioned on a call she was trying to go after a, just a contract a corporate contract okay and she was trying to go after this contract and she just happened to mention like the lady kept blowing her off saying like oh we don't have anything we don't have anything and she said okay well somehow she mentioned that she was waiting on her certification her minority on certification mm. the whole conversation switched the mm. conversation went from i don't have anything to give me a call when you get your certification wow wow so that, that much of a game changer that much of a game changer and so you look at her now you see that she is thriving um i don't even think she drives anymore <laughs> i feel like she has like you know i'm like all these employees and yeah. she's i sent let me tell you so i have a client had who came to me had 10 trucks sitting. Mm, 10 sitting. trucks sitting. Her boyfriend bought them cash. 10 okay. trucks sitting. Wow. And I did my part because I don't, you know, I don't deal with the operations <laughs> part, but I sent her to Jay, okay. you know, because that's one of the things that she's doing now and she's helping people with their operations. So we tag team. So I did, you know, the government contractor and the certification part for this young lady yeah. with all the, because 10 trucks. Yeah. Ooh. That's a lot of capacity right there. Listen, yeah. like, do you know what I can do for you <laughs> with your contracts? Yeah. And so, but the operation side, she was new. You know, we sent her to Jay for that, but. It's definitely changing lives. You yeah. know, the certification changed lives. Not only trucking, because I know you got more people, other people that probably watch this other than trucking. Yeah. Um, another one of my success stories, I, I love her too, because she implements is Lainey Bradley. So she's an accountant. Okay. Okay. She's won contracts. She takes everything that I say and she implements. So one of the biggest things too is just because you get certified, they, they're not coming to look for you. Right. You know, <laughs> you still have to go after 
the contracts. You still have to do your research. You still have to go after stuff. So she's won some accounting contracts. I myself, my business has won. I mean, I've been doing contracts since 2015. Okay. So a ton. Right. Yeah. Right. So I know that it's a it is a it's truly a game changer. I'm just committed to getting the word out there. No doubt. You know, no doubt. I think people kind of steer away from it because they don't know about it. That's like me in stocks. <laughs> when I, I'm serious, seriously. <laughs> okay. Like I be reading people's, like I'll go to Instagram, I'm like, damn, what the hell did he just say? Like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so especially, um, I forget his name. What is it? Wall Street. Wall Street Travel. Oh my God. It's my brother. Love, love his fan. love yep. what's, what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I read his stuff. I'm like, so does that mean I should go buy this stock? Like, what is he saying? Should yeah, I, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that. So right. that's why. Um, but the more you come to the webinars, you know, more you educate yourself about right. it, you'll start to see how it could change your business. I've seen so many people businesses last year close because they just, you know, like me and my business didn't close. My preservation business didn't close, but. Um, think the banks, they're holding off on their evictions. So right. what does that mean? Like, I can't do anything. But that didn't stop my business because the pivot side is that, of that is that there's other things I can do, like my consulting and government contracting and all that good stuff. So, right, right. yeah, just trying to show people how it... There's people out here that are, that's all they do is work with the government. They won't take any other clients but the government. Right. Yeah. That's a fact. Is there any particular, uh, I guess, certification that you like to uh, cater to that you, that, that you prefer over <laughs> others? Yes. <laughs> Which one would that be? It was, it's definitely the, the woman and the minority. Okay. Those why? are the two that, because I feel like they're, well, I'll, and I'll add the veteran too. Okay. Those three. And so- one, because I feel like if I'm a small business and let's just say, you know, this white male over here, he's a small business. We're all small businesses. That is a certification itself. Just okay. a small business is a certification. Uh, you know, okay, that's that's fine because I feel like there's a lot of small businesses. Right. But when I see looking for growth and looking to help develop companies, it's really the minority the minorities and women who I feel like kind of get left behind. Um, and so, and I'll use this as an example. I'm sure you've seen this a million times on okay. Instagram. It's that meme that floats around from Forbes that says that black women is the fastest growing. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, I see it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that not true? Yeah. You got excited too, because that's yeah, how we I was all. Like, yeah, that's, that's how we all were, about. right? Yeah, black girl yes. magic. Let's go. Yep. And it was just post <laughs> around everywhere, everywhere, right? Yeah. Well, there's more to that article. Okay. Okay. That article also goes on to say that even though we are the fastest growing, we making the least amount of money mm. compared to Hispanics, compared to Asians, compared to white women. How is it? And this is why I get so passionate. How is it that black women? businesses we're starting businesses faster than anybody business but we're making the least amount of money we are lacking knowledge we are lacking resources we are lacking government contracting we're right. lacking these certifications so and i looked at the numbers the article said that white women numbers continue to increase right their numbers go from 220,000 every year to 230 250 their numbers increase every year our numbers went from 80 
to 60,000 to 40,000. So how is it? Our numbers are decreasing yeah. while their numbers are increasing. Hmm. And so it's a lack of knowledge. So right. It's a lack of resources. So you ask me which certification is the woman and the minority specifically and don't get everything I say, black women, the men come in my DM and like, you don't work with black men. I'm like, y'all, wait a minute. That's not what I'm saying. Right, right, right. I love my black men too. Yeah. So yes, I work with black men, but because I haven't read a study on their numbers, I just know where my passion came from, which was that case study that was done by Forbes, um, saying that we we're are no there's no way that we should be starting business fast. Faster, it doesn't make sense. And our numbers are going... It, it does make sense, though, when you think about it. Right. Well, it's, it's, It makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. You, yeah. you know what it is? So it's like black women are driven. Mm -hmm. they, they, they're passionate about their yes. business. They're starters, but they just don't have the right opportunities. They don't have the right opportunities. Yeah. So that's why you asked me that question. It's definitely always going to be that minority and the women. Like, mm. let me put you on. Like, I get so excited right now in my... Um, current academy we have probably close to a hundred people that we have um, submitted applications for for certifications and we had they're all approved government contractors and just really killing it because now this is like we're just kind of you know one step at a time so the more people that really learn about this industry we can really put them out there and they're in win contracts got you yeah. so just just to, to to put it out there, mm -hmm. if if once you become a contractor, are you guaranteed work? No. Okay. Nope. You are not. <laughs> let me say that. Because uh, one thing I would never do is sell anyone a dream. Okay. I see the dream sold um, on Instagram <laughs> quite often, but no, you're not guaranteed anything. You still have to put your best foot forward. It's almost as if, you know... Going for a job interview, you still got to submit documentation. You know, you still have to submit a contract. Uh, they put out a request for a proposal. You still got to send in your number. So you still got to do the work mm. to get the contract. Right. So this is not something. If somebody's looking for fast, easy, quick money, <laughs> I'm laughing at Yasha. Uh, this is not the. <laughs> this is not for it. Right. You know. Now, right. don't get me wrong. There are some people who have gotten proved to be government contractors who won their first contract within thirty, sixty days. Mm. I also know people who didn't win their first until eighteen months. Wow. But Got it's you. all along the lines. Like, are you willing to put in the work? To put in the work. Do, does it? Does your? Does that certification expire or anything? Yeah. Like once you become a contractor. Yeah, you have to renew it every year. Okay, yearly. Yes. It's yearly. Okay, is that like just a fee or how, how do you renew? Um, no, actually they allow you to, well, again, depending on which level of certification. Okay. Some of them do make you pay a renewal fee. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to say no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there are gotcha. some some renewal fees um for that. But it's not really a difficult process. No. Well, okay. the, the renewal, no. The <laughs> initial, yes, which is why they hire Certify my bid uh, right. to help yeah, them. Yeah, I got you. I'm saying yeah. to stay in the game. Yeah, once, to stay once in the you're game. In the game yeah. you're pretty much good. Once you're in the game, you're good to go. It's truly what happens after you're in there. Um, well, the beginning stages is where the the most difficult part of it is. At. Got you. Yeah. But typically, for for the people who put in the work, yes, right. The people who take the information and they use it, you usually see anywhere from like. Could be thirty days to like eighteen months. Yeah, like yep. It, it just depends on. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. It just depends on. Dope. All right. So let, let's kind of talk about some things that you have coming up. Okay. That you're, you're working on in the future. We've had some discussions behind the scenes. Yeah. You're working on a co a, a cohort, right? Uh, 
Well, it's Academy. Academy. We're, yeah, we're working on Academy. Um, we have cohorts right now. Okay. And we're kind of transitioning out of that. Okay. Because it's very hands-on. Okay, so explain what that is okay. now and then what you're transitioning into, yep. just to be clear. Yep. So currently what we do is we literally take all of the guesswork from any other clients. We do all the work. Okay. Like we, <laughs> you see my face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did y'all like, see my we face? Do all the work. <laughs> we do. When I say all, all I mean all the, the work. work. Right, right, okay. Right. okay, so we do all the work. Like we submit your applications, we fill out your applications, um, we get you approved to be a government contractor. We help you write your capability statements. With these are things that are all needed, yeah. right? Yeah. We collect all of your paperwork. I'm talking crazy amounts. And I'm laughing because Yasha is one of my co uh, assistance consultants. And yeah. so she's she works on that, you okay. know, that piece. So that's that's one of her it's jobs. Arduous. So she's over there. It's a, lot yeah. of work. it's a lot of work. A lot of paper cuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're transitioning out of um out of that phase because a couple of things that I found is that when people pay you for a service, um, they think you're supposed to do, um, they don't have any commitment to it. Okay. That's the word. They don't have a lot of commitment to helping us help, help them, them right. be right. successful. Right. So what I found is that with this new program that we're doing, it's going to be more hands off. Okay. Okay. We're going to teach them. I'm going to teach them. I'm going to pull in different experts. Um, they're going to teach them and they are going to be responsible for making sure they handle what needs to be done. So if I give you the blueprint, all you have to do now is actually go and do it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and I found that I really think it's going to be so much better than, and don't get me wrong, we have an amazing, our people love us, we love them, uh, very engaging, they they love the service, but I think that they need, <laughs> it, that's the only way that they're going to be able to really, no, no, yeah. Do for self. Yeah. You know, teach them how to, teach them how to and fish. And let me tell you why. Because if I'm asking you for simple things like send me your business tax returns, send me your personal tax returns. Right. And you don't have them, how do you expect to do business with the government? Right. Because right. the government's going to ask you for other things as well. Right. So you see what I'm saying? So we're really, I think we've been enabling people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So this way I'm going to really, uh, we're going to really set them up for, to truly be successful. Okay. Right. So, so this may, this may free up a little bit of your hands-on time a little, a little, Absolutely. A little bit. So, so what are you going to do with that newfound time? Okay. So let me tell you, so we have, um, so one academy with three courses. Okay. Okay. So the first academy, well, the one academy is going to be the small biz Academy. Okay. okay. Within that academy, it's going to be three courses. Okay. We're going to have the government contracting certification course. We're going to have the trucking transportation course. And I'll talk to you about that as well, okay. what that consists of. Because I talked to you a little yeah, bit about yeah, that yeah, on yeah, phone. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And I'm, kinda, I'm really excited about that. No one. doubt. And then, um, <clears throat> excuse me, then we're going to have kind of like a business development course. That, that one is really still being built out. Okay. Right. So the trucking one, as I told you, a lot of the clients that come to us, believe it or not, because you guys probably see you see people of all walks. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you get quite quite a bit of people. But the people that come to me are really desperate. Mm. Um, they're desperate because they've e either stepped into the transportation industry too fast, not enough knowledge. Um, they just 
kind of got on Instagram. This person said that this particular industry is the best thing since sliced bread. They did it, right? right? And then you have the people who come where they don't have information. They're seeking information. Those are really my two clients either want information or they're desperate and it's like please help us grow right so one of the things i decided to do was we're going to create this transportation and logistics academy okay in this academy it's going to be pretty much like a one-stop shop where they can learn everything um i have some amazing experts coming in that's going to teach okay um you know i'm going to grab you (laughs) as well (laughs) um so you know we got people who are going to come in and teach on um, semis box trucks we got people that's coming in teach on dump trucks we come people coming in teach on tow you know records and all of that so it's going to be literally um something it's a class for everybody because People are making decisions off of a post, right? They're not getting all the information. So that way they can, somebody might say, oh, I'm interested in box trucks because you said it was the best thing since sliced bread. (laughs) But they come into the academy and they're like, oh no, I learned about dump trucks. This is where I really think I would be more successful at, you know? So it's kind of like a one-stop shop for people to get information to really help them make the best decision as to what area they want to go in as far as transportation and logistics. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Are, are there any downsides to government contracting? Absolutely. T- tell me about some of those downsides. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah. we hear about all the good a lot. So yeah. tell me about some of, the, some of the bad. Some of the bad is, you know, if you get a contract and you can't fulfill that contract or, you know, something happens where... You just have to pull out because you don't have the resources. That's another thing. You have to have your resources up front. So when people come to me, they think of contracts, they think the government's writing them a check and saying, <laughs> oh, here you go. Now go do the work. Right. That's not how it works. So if you get a contract and it's for, let's say, $50,000, you got to do the work first. <laughs> right. Then they give you a check. Okay. okay. And so a lot of what I find is that a lot of minorities, especially small businesses, they don't have that big amount of money just sitting there waiting to get paid from mm-hmm. the government. Mm-hmm. So I would say the, the pay, now don't get me wrong. They will pay you within 30 days. You right. get your money within 30 days, but that's a long time for some people. It is a full payroll. If you have contractors mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's a long time. So I find that the actual getting the, uh, the money, the costs, that's an issue for some. And then being able to find subcontractors. Some people just take on too much. You know, like I've had people take on, I had a girl, a young lady, she took on a contract for mask last year for yeah. um, COVID. Yeah. She got it, won it. She couldn't fulfill it. She couldn't get them manufactured because she didn't have the money. Yeah. Um. So taking on more than they can bargain for, because if you mess up with them, guess what? That first it's contract, that's it. Yeah. You don't really, you're kind of like. Blackball, right? Right, right. Because they'll put that in your file. And so I always, one of the things I teach, just take on what you can. Of course you want the the million dollar contract. Who doesn't? Right. But why not just get, you know, build it off of the 25,000 contract here. Go after the 40,000 there. Go after, I mean, you can build up to that million dollar one. For sure. Yeah. Are are there any resources in terms of funding for businesses like that? that Yeah, you can use, um, there's factoring companies that will do it for government contracting. Okay. Just like factoring companies with transportation. Yeah. There's factoring companies for government contracting. 
Okay. So we try to teach them about that. That's another thing we teach in the academy is we teach them about funding. We teach people about business credit. We teach people about personal credit because it all ties into you being a successful contractor. Mm. Yeah. Got you. And and how long can you stay a contractor? As long as you want. As long as you want. Yeah. As long wow. as you keep your documentation, you register, you um, do your recertification, all that stuff, you're good to go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. That, that's dope. So so right now you're, you're working on the academy and mm-hmm. this is like you said, a one-stop shop. It's going to be a learn. one-stop shop. Yes. That's dope. Yeah, like insurance. I know that's a big thing. We have a person coming in speaking on insurance. We have someone coming in talking about, you know, things you should look for at the dealership when you're looking for a truck. We have someone come in teaching on dispatching, on freight brokerage. We have someone coming in teaching on CDLs. I mean, we it's literally a one-stop shop. So you pay a one-time fee to get in the academy and you watch the courses. Right. And so you just... And then you learn and you, right. it, 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 and then you figure out, do I want to do this or do I want to do or do I decide I don't want to do trucking at all? Mm. And I, I, I cre- again, I created that because what we see on our end is desperate, you know, women. And it's really the women yeah. who have unfortunately been burned. Um, what's the what's the what's the main like, kind of stories that you're hearing that, that, that wow. they're going through? Um I think it's the sell of the dream, okay. you know, and don't get me wrong there. That's like me. I could teach about government contracting all day and you can get it and not be successful. Right. Right. And somebody could say, oh, I sold your dream. But no, it it worked for me. But I think with with a lot of the, the minority women that I'm seeing is that they're not getting all the information. They're getting pieces of the information. They're jumping into it. People aren't telling, like you just asked me, like, what's the downside? Yeah. People not telling the downside. Like my experts that's coming in, we're talking about the downsides of every last one of those industries. Tell me about the upside of dump trucks. Tell me about the downside. Right. That way people are able to make informative decisions. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, and then they're putting their oh, they're putting their last. Right. You know, they're putting their savings. They're 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 literally at their <laughs> they're literally at their last. And so when they come to me again, they're desperate. And so the first thing they think is I can turn their business around through contracts, but it doesn't, I just told you it could take almost up to 18 18 months months, before you get your contract. So I said to my, that's what made me want to start this academy. Like let's give these ladies the information first. Right. Right. Before you jump off and go and spend your last on a semi truck or whatever the case, or or, or on this course that's $5,000 that's saying they're giving you the blueprint and really not. Let's make a decision first as to have all the information before you make a decision. Got you. Yeah. What, what, what's like uh, the most frequently asked question that you get when people ask you about government contracting? It's absolutely how fast can I get it? How fast can I win a contract? And, it's, and I'm very transparent. Yeah. I'm like, it could take you 30 days. It could take you 18 months. Okay. It, it's people. It, I'm sure it's some people right now who has never won a contract and right. they've been in it for years. But the people who win, I always say, don't fall in love with one contract. People fall in love with a contract. What right? does that mean? That means they find one they like. I've been there. Like, oh my God, gotta have this contract. I know I'm gonna win it. Like, like, oh, just and like studying lose. that one specific yeah. contract and putting your all no. and your heart into it. Contracting is about lo- right. It's like a volume game. Like Ooh. keep keep throwing it against the yes. wall and see what sticks. So you might submit 20 
and win zero. Or you might submit 20 and win one. Right. So it's a numbers game. You can't just be like, oh, I submitted a contract this month. I didn't win. No. You have to consistently keep submitting. And then eventually, it, you know, it's a numbers game. They're going to look at numbers to make sure that your price is comp competitive to another contractor that may have submitted a bid as well. Right. But they're also looking at expertise. You know, what do you have in your proposal that maybe another contractor had that you didn't? So we teach all of that right now. We're teaching them how to look at proposals. We're teaching them what the um, contracting officers are looking for. Mm. So we teach it all, you know. Gotcha. Do, do you find that people have more success when they do the work themselves or when they subcontract the work? Like, because I always hear about those two different worlds, like the subs, and then you have people that actually do that mm -hmm. work. Like, where do you find people have more success? I personally think the sub, kind of like what I do, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't have to go out. I don't have to touch anything. Right. I just make money from home because someone else is working. Connecting the dots. Yeah. Someone else is working. But I've been in the game for a long time. Does that make sense? So it it's does. like, so someone new coming into it, I always recommend, that's why I always recommend start small. You do the work. That way, because how can you hire a subcontractor and you don't know what your contracting officer needs? Right. You see what I'm saying? Like right. you should put you should be that person doing the work first. Okay. And then kind of graduate to the subcontracting gotcha. part. Like, do you know Jason? Jason White? Jason White. He the does name sounds familiar. Yeah, so he does contracting also. He Well, he does government contracting. We're really cool people. Okay. Um, think that we're competitors, <laughs> but we're really not. Yeah. And he teaches his system is a little bit different. He teaches uh, subcontracting. Like, he's all about subcontracting. Like, that's what it is. Like, don't that's even think about is. doing the work. Just mm -hmm. go straight to subbing. Be and let me tell you why. So here's another piece that a lot of people don't know about government contracting. So let's just say you get approved as a government contractor. Mm -hmm. We know you're in transportation, right? Mm -hmm. But let's just say you say you see a bid and it's for janitorial. Guess what? You can go after it. If you see a bid for a county, you can go after it. Right. Once you're approved, you can go after anything. Mm. Okay? It doesn't have to be just trucking. Okay. So he teaches his, um, he does teach his system to kind of just go after everything. But the, the, the scary part about that is exactly what I said. If you don't know government contracting and you do not know the process or you never worked with a subcontractor before. Right. You're new, right. you know, trying to fill out. With my preservation company, I've. Do you know how many subcontractors <laughs> I have been through? I, I was gonna say. I was. My next question was gonna be. Tell me some scary stories or some yeah. horror stories that happened with subs, because I'm sure. Oh my god. You know, things have happened. Yeah, like people, especially with the preservation side of things. Um, you send someone in. We'll send someone in to do construction on a home, and. You know, they will say that they've done the work and I show up to look at it. They've never been to the house. Right. You know, so it's a lot of scammers yeah. out there. Um, I used to, <laughs> I'm not even going to say Paramount. <laughs> I was about to say a certain city I used to have. It okay. was Scam City. Okay? okay. Let me just say that. And so, but then you, the flip side is you have some great contract. I have people who have been with me literally for over 10 years as my, you know, doing subcontracting work. Right. I've had people where I had to get rid of, like, you just like a rotating door. Right. It's a rotating door. But 
that's why I recommend don't do the subcontracting piece immediately until you have someone that you know you truly can trust who's going to actually do the work. Right. Yeah. Because your name is on the line. Right? What? At the end of the day. Do you day. know how many times I get, <laughs> especially with the construction part, how many times I get chewed, you get chewed out. Yeah. They're not calling, you know, if someone says they did something and then the company go out there and check, they're not calling them. Right. They're right. calling me. So right. it's my contract on the line. Absolutely. Do, do the, the subs don't even know if it's a government contract or not, They right? don't know. They, no. They would never you, really have a way to find out or nothing, right? Um, I mean- Several ways, depending on the type of contract. Okay. So there are some contracts. So like, for instance, if you're a real estate agent, um, real estate is huge in government contracting. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. So the government's constantly moving. They're constantly moving. They're constantly moving. But they do a lot of leases, right? So if I am a real estate agent and the government says, hey, I want a 5,000 square foot building. I want it to have two bathrooms, this, this, that, and that. Well, I have to, they're going to hire me, Right. But I have to still go and lease from the landlord. But mm. I have to get the landlord to, I have to tell the landlord that I'm going to sublease to the government. Okay. Right? Okay. That's really not a big deal because the chances of the, the landlord being able to get approved that fast, that fast. is right. not going to happen. Right. Right? So some situations you absolutely have to tell them who is who you're doing it for. Gotcha. I've, I've personally always put it out front and put it in the contract when I work with a subcontractor, basically saying a non-compete. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So I do contracts first, like, hey, this is my client. You can't go after him. If you go after him, I come after you. Gotcha. That's smart. <laughs> it protects me, yeah. you know, and protects my, my and that's money. that's something that you decide to do for your own business. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, and think... that's not a requirement, but yeah. it's something that, like you said, I decided to do for my own I like own that. Business. I think that's yeah. smart. What What's Scam City? I need to know what that is. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Chicago used to beat me down. Chicago, Chicago used to beat. Not the shy. What? <laughs> I mean, like, it was almost embarrassing. Like, I'm really letting these people scam me like this. Yes. Like, they just really are. They some hustlers. Yeah. They yeah. will hustle you. Yeah. Most definitely. And then, you know, you could, no matter how many practices you put in place, sometimes scammers will find a way yeah. to just so like man, I told you one of the things we do is evictions. Yeah. Right. So we um unfortunately have to evict 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 people out of their homes. Well, because I'm not in Chicago, the way that we prove to, you know, whoever the client is that we've done this work is through photo documentation. Okay. So you'll have some people who will go as far as like to just move all the stuff to the side of the room. To show us that they evicted the people, but the shit's still in the house. You know, like you're like, yeah. when you walk in, it's all squished yes. up against the wall. Yeah, so that's, that's how crazy. far. So they'll send a picture, and you're like, oh, they removed the stuff. Yeah. You see the photo, but they will instead of just taking the stuff outside, like yeah. like the eviction calls for. Man, they're just so yeah. So people you have get some real creative, who, don't they? They do. When they want that check, they will get very creative. Absolutely. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Dope. All right. So we've been we've been rapping for a minute. Um, you've added tons of value. Thank you so much for all this information. Um, we always want to close out with a final thought, right? Okay. That's just when you kind of tell the hustle fam, you know, just something, whether it's spiritual, business, just any little last nugget. And then we gotta let everybody know where they could connect with you moving forward. Okay. So um 
Let's start with the uh, unless there's is there anything else that I didn't cover that you want to um, share, Tiffany? I think we covered. Because I want to make sure we got everything. No, we, I think we got everything. We talked about the academy about that's the academy. coming up. Um, we talked about government contracting certifications. We talked about pretty much. Well, the only thing I do want to say I knew real there was quick. One more thing, I felt it. What was it? You know, I, no, I, I, just, oh, okay, I, I, felt, okay. I felt you wanted to get one yeah, more thing. Yeah, I just want to make sure that your audience know as well all the services that Certify My Biz offers. It's not okay, just government contracting and certifications. Yep. Um, we help people start their businesses. Like just from the start, what that means is just registering their businesses, make sure it's registered property, making sure they have the operating agreements, making sure they have all their legal documentation. You know, people miss this. You know, one of the things I always tell people, a DBA is not a business. I guess so many people say, oh, I have a business. And then we look it up. It's a DBA. That's right. not a business. Right. You know, um, we help people set up nonprofit organizations. We help people do their authorities. Okay. So if they are looking to get in transportation, we'll do all the paperwork, all the applications for them. The government contracting certifications and um, business development. And then we have our academies as well. Dope. Yeah. We needed that. I'm glad I'm glad yes. I asked that question. Yes. We need to make sure we cover that. Yes. All right. So now we're going to go on to your final thought. What what do you want to leave leave the audience with? You know, um, kind of like, well, as you can tell, extremely passionate about take your time. You know, really, really take your time when it comes to just this industry in general. I think that uh, I love social media. Do not get me wrong. But I think that there is a lot of um, boosting and, and, and bragging on there. And we we do not get the full picture. Mm. You know, I really encourage people to do the research themselves. Connect. Like, I love what you're doing. Thank Let you. me just say that. Let me put that <laughs> out there. Um, on your page, you can find any and everything about transportation. You know, take your time, research, and then the resources are there for everyone. You know, I think that the educational piece and the knowledge is important for us to truly grow and excel our businesses. And if we take the time to find out what's out there, I truly think that our businesses could, when I say our, you know who I'm talking about, yeah. uh, <clears throat> our minorities and women, I think our businesses can really grow if we just take the time, get the knowledge, but execute, implement and execute because that's where we fail, fall short. We, we take a lot of information in and we don't implement and execute. So that's kind of like my final thoughts um, as far as getting in contact with me. Instagram is Tiffany Latoy. And then also Certify My Biz is also then www.certifymybiz.com. And then I have a text list. Okay. So I text with people and they don't think it's me. And I'm like, no, it's really me. And they're like, oh, it's really you. I'm like, yeah. Right. Um, 317. (laughs) Yep. The number is 317-648-9610. Send me a text. People have questions. I answer them. And then also we do one-on-one consultations pretty much. um, They book up very fast. They open tomorrow, but you can blink your eye and they're gone. So we do them on the monthly where we're talk one-on-one and kind of just find out people's individual needs for their businesses and kind of, you know, help move them forward from there. I love it. Tiffany Latoy, thank you yes, so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. This was, this was dope, a wealth of knowledge. Um, this was awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. And again, thank you for what you're doing. Um, I think it is amazing. I think it's amazing what you're doing, the information that you're putting out there. Um, I see your, your schedule right here. So, <laughs> no doubt. yeah. So thank you for what you're doing. I mean, I even come to your page and, and find a, a lot of information myself. So Dope. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. All right, Hustle fam, you know what we do around this time. If you smell something burning, 
It's only a desire. Uh, man, Hustle fam, you know what we do about this time. If you smell something burning, it's only a desire. Tiffany and I, we are out. And you can leave that mess up in because I don't really <laughs> He don't care. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb. This is the place to come. Truck and hustle. Let's go.